don't know who to see I know it's not so simple Can I live to see the nights Through the flickering neon lights The mind can be so fragile And in the summer there's freezing rain Only to rise and fall again So many roads And I know Do you see a smile on me? My guest for this episode is Colin Peterick. He's a singer, songwriter, and producer. Earlier this summer, he dropped a full-length release called Everything and Nothing. It's his debut. And uh, we just heard the lead-off track called Smile. So uh, for the rest of the episode, we're going to be learning more about the album, Colin's sort of creative process behind it, his inspirations, and we're going to hear some more music from that, as well as learning more about what Colin does. Uh, Notably, he has a production facility out in the Burbs called 
the Jam Lab, and also what it's like growing up as the son of Jim Peterick, who uh, some of you listening may remember from Ides of March or may be familiar with the band Survivor. So let's get right into it. And hey, Colin, tell us about your new album. Yeah, so uh, my debut album as a solo artist, Colin Peterick, Everything and Nothing, it came out um, a little less than a month ago. And uh, this was kind of like a big, uh, you know, I've been a songwriter and producer for the last, you know, 15 years or so. And um, pandemic hit, you know, in 2020. And I was like, I got all this time on my hands. And I started just taking kind of like a self inventory. I was like, I feel like I'm so like accomplished for like what I've done in my age and everything. And uh, I don't have that much to show for it as a solo artist. So I kind of took it upon myself to take all, all my best work, all my best material and take inventory and weed through songs and throw out the bad stuff and build up the good stuff. And I ended up choosing maybe seven tunes that, that uh, worked out. And then I filled out the rest with brand new songs. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a best of, you know, yeah, I was going to ask that. Right. As the first album. So um, yeah, I'm super, I'm super proud of it. I think uh, the catalyst of getting it done was just like the lockdowns. It's just like, yeah. Time to focus, right. Take something away from it, which, um, Boy, I'm happy I did because now we're out of it and I'm working on the next album and it's uh, it's exciting. Very cool. Um, and then the people you were working with, was it completely self-produced or did you bring in any other like engineers, producers and such to kind of shape everything? Yeah, so I did self-produce it. Okay. Um, I brought in um, Craig Bauer, who is, uh, he mixed it out of uh, Denver area. He's He's worked with like Kanye West and Lupe Fiasco. He's absolutely brilliant and i almost i almost credit him as like a co-producer because uh not only did he make the mixes sound amazing but he would subtract parts or add special effects almost like a producer would do you know um underdubbing so instead of overdubbing you're taking away tracks and every time i would pro tool sessions and he would send it back with (laughs) parts gone i wouldn't even ask it's better without with it gone like yeah so he uh he had a he had a big stamp, his fingerprints are all over it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I played drums on probably half the album. I played guitar and keyboards on most of it. And then I was able to collaborate with some friends and some old Chicago session guys to fill in the rest. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. And then with the tune selection, you, you were saying it's kind of your best of, was there like an overarching theme of the album or set of themes, or it was just, you're really looking at just kind of a, a, a good collection of you as a songwriter. Yeah. I think the theme is, you know, I have, I have a very wide and eclectic taste in music. I feel like um, I kind of take everything and it stirs around in my brain and whatever comes out, it's kind of, it all, it all weaves together anyway. You know, I, uh, I've always wanted to do a concept album, but I also don't like the idea of being locked into an idea. So I like having the freedom to explore different ideas. And uh, so, no, it's definitely not a concept concept album, Okay. but there is, there is a, a, a inner thread that weaves it together. And the, uh, the title track, everything and nothing is a three, a three piece suite, if you will, like okay. a tribute to, uh, you know, some of our favorite prog bands, you know, like the, you're thick as a brick or you're, I just wanted to do like a long song. So mm-hmm. I got, got got that out of my system. And nothing. It's only natural for a mortal mind to wonder if the spirit lives when we finally close our eyes. Reality is everything 
spinning wheel that reveals itself through photographs of phony smiles and crooked laughs. Is it all pretend or the only thing that's real? Nothing. That's kind of your 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 you're pulling in all of your your stuff and kind of reflecting it back out in three different movements, basically. Um, anything else you want to add with that? Yeah, I mean, I kind of had one of those moments where you're in the shower and you look down at your feet and you're like, "Boy, what's it all for?" <laughs> and this existential was, crisis. Cool. Existential crisis, exactly. And I, you know, it's like life is. Uh, it's like a yin yang. Everything, it's everything and nothing at the same time. It's, you know, the pursuit of, uh, of living and, uh, we all end up at the same place at the end, but, uh, it's not, it's not a depressing, it's not as depressing as I'm making it seem, you know, the, the song kind of evolves into optimism and, uh, it kind of goes through the cycle, you know, of mental health cycle. And, um, by the end, you know, only light ahead of us, only light ahead of us. I know. So, uh, it does end on a positive note. And uh, that was, yeah, I love that song. Um, very psychedelic. A lot of influences from Genesis, Ween, and, um, you know, two of my favorite bands. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Beatles, obviously. Of course. But uh, yeah. very proud of that one. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, I guess, your facility. So you you have the Jam Lab. You've been running that for about 10 years. So what is the Jam Lab? My audience may not be as familiar with like the inner workings of what you got going on. So good opportunity. Well, to first of all, you, you have to check it out someday. Yeah. Um, 
local, but let me know. Um, so it is a 4,000 square feet facility. There is a live concert stage with full lights and PA. You could film, um, we, we film promotional videos all the time for bands uh, that want to, you know, get their website going. We have a separate, we have separate studio booths, recording rooms, you know, isolation booths, three separate booths and a control. I'm in the control room right now. You can see. Mm -hmm. and so the, the, the goal was to have a, uh, all in one, a one-stop shop for rehearsing. You know, uh, we have, we, we have live stream cameras for all the rehearsals. So if you book a rehearsal as our base rate, you're getting a video of the rehearsal with the soundboard quality audio. So oh, wow. Actually listen back and make notes. And wow. I don't know, are you, just, are you in a band? You're, you're a mm -hmm. musician? Mm -hmm. You know how valuable it is to watch yeah. the tape, like football players yeah. watching the game back, you know? Absolutely. But if you're paying a couple hundred bucks or whatever for rehearsal for a few hours, yeah, it's valuable because you are getting so much out of it. Yeah. And um, that's, what we, that's what we want to do. We, we're really trying to tailor to the, the serious musicians. And we have found a really good client base of serious like musicians. And I met some amazing people through the years. And uh, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm here like during the week doing sessions and then uh, weeknights, I've got a sound engineer doing rehearsals. And then we have an events coordinator that puts on parties and weddings, receptions and stuff on the weekends. So it's, cool. it's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Very, very cool room. You're located out in the South Burbs, is that right? Like Brookfield, right? Brookfield, Illinois. All right, very cool. I guess it ain't so bad. This feeling it ain't so sad. But I had just gotten used to the thought of you.
let's talk about Michiana and kind of your, your background story with that. Yeah. So we had a, uh, I had, my parents had a lake house in Saugatuck, Michigan. Nice. We got right. when I, when I was five. So we've been going up there, you know, all the time since I was five Okay. and memories. I mean, it's just amazing. It's like the one place you can go untouched by, you know, man, you have a beach and you have mm-hmm. sand and water and dune grass and that's it. And you all you're, you're forced to, you know, there's no reception. You don't want to bring your cell phone to the beach. Right. You're just kind of, just kind of uh, live in nature. And, uh, you know, I have, I have kids. One of the, one of the things I'm going to tell them when they phones and technology is like, Hey, just go outside and look at the, look at a yeah. flower, go, go look at the grass, like at the screen <laughs> and just looked at a, looked at yeah. a blade of like, it's amazing what, right. what's out there. And uh, so, yeah, Michiana, I captured, I kind of captured all of my memories and uh, nostalgia about that era and turned into a really cool uh, love song, kind nice. of like, uh, uh, yeah, Pocket Symphony, um, Burt Bacharach inspired. Um, Motown. Genesis to Burt Bacharach. Oh. That's, that's intriguing. Yeah. The, the well, wall I mean, of, right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, like I said, I have so yeah. many, I have such a wide array of influences and I don't mm. think it's fair say no to any of them right oh that, that's excellent so that, yeah. that is everything and it's another area i guess we could talk through um uh just kind of your background so your, your dad obviously uh well known here in chicago there's jim peterick with survivor ides of march wrote some killer tunes uh back yeah. in the day um and <laughs> still writes he still writes all the time oh yeah. cool yeah. yeah um I'm just really curious. Um, it sounds like you have a, a good relationship with him and that's cool. Um, like how, 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 how much does he involve himself or available to you and like your, your world and your sort of career as a musician? Is he pretty yeah. um, tight with you or is it like you, you're kind of doing your own, really going your own thing? And, you know, I mean, I'm gathering he's pretty helpful, but like, you know, yeah. Well, he, he is uh very, very supportive. He's my number one fan. Yeah. Um, but we don't, we don't collaborate all that much. Um, we have very different songwriting styles and mm-hmm. we respect each other's space. And uh, sometimes, you know, one of our favorite things to do that will, you know, one of my favorite memories is, you know, we'll get together every so often, every couple, every, every other week or whatever. And we'll go in the car and have our drinks in the car and we'll just go be in the garage, you know, with the garage door open, drinking our martinis and, we'll say, Hey, I got this new thing I, I'm working on. You want to hear it? And he'll say, yeah. yeah. And then he'll give me, he'll, he'll give me his notes or tell me what he thinks or have this, this idea or that idea. And then he'll say, well, I got something too, you know, and then he'll play me his thing that he's working <laughs> on and I'll, my notes. So we just bounce bounce ideas off each other and it's very constructive and uh, it's never like stepping on each other's toes. I feel like if we were to actually do like a full fledged co-production together we would just be jumping at each other the whole time because we both have such strong opinions and right. <laughs> you know uh, i think we would right. be stepping on each other's toes uh we i'm just like him he he, he needs to be the leader you know <laughs> that's right. how i am too you both need your own ships right to exactly command that's cool being able to kind of establish your own identity as a as a songwriter i mean you're kind of taking your step forward with that with this album um yeah. and it sounds like he's supportive like how do you work to kind of try to establish yourself and try to unentangle your, that from like your dad's legacy? 
Yeah. Or, or is it more of like a synergistic thing? It's like, this is just kind of, this is my world. This is where I come from. It's part of my story. I'm just curious, like how you, how you, how do you manage that as a child of a yeah. rock star? You know, I think honestly, you could probably drive yourself crazy thinking about it, but you have to right. just not, not think about it so much because um, at the end of the day, I'm the, who I am because in part, partially because of him and I owe him a lot, but um, I'm also my own person. And it's not like my dad is like, you know, Keith Richards or, right. or Mick Jagger. Like if I was like Johnny Jagger, maybe I'd be in a bigger shadow, but I, I feel like um, I have the freedom to kind of pursue my own path without that like baggage, if, if that's a good way to put it. Okay. I yeah. mean, uh, not not to say baggage like everybody he's a local legend like and he's right. so good to his fans everybody loves him yeah. and he's the, the nicest guy to all his fans you know one of the my the most inspirational things is like he will play to a a, a group of 20 people in a retirement home and have the same amount of energy as he would to twenty thousand people in an arena you know <laughs> he just brings that wherever he goes so um, but in terms of like my name, you know, I've, I've been in bands. I I've had monikers, stage names, et cetera. Right. And I always get discouraged and, um, I feel stupid. Like I feel stupid calling myself like some stage name. It's like, that's not who I am. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to just go out as my name because I can't run away from that. <laughs> right. So that's what Works I've done. And cool. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all in on, on me and my name and if uh, if my dad's name helps or hurts, it, it doesn't matter because it is what it is, right? I'm yeah. writing writing music no matter what. That's cool, man. I'm never gonna fall again, no. I'm never gonna stall again, no. I'm never gonna hang my head low. I'm never giving up my secrets. I'm never gonna fall again, no. I'm never giving up my halo. I'm never gonna hang my head low. You cannot convince me that I'm invincible I may have done some things that may be unforgivable But the nature of the lies, a beautiful disguise And I was thinking about you, yeah You cannot break me, I will not shake us I am the master of my own chakra Cause everybody loves me, angels up above me I'ma keep it that way, yeah I won't apologize for these opinions in my mind I've lost the words to say, I think it's better off that way Spinning loose, cause I was spitting truths, and I refused to see the proof. I was blind. 
And then I woke up and there was no luck Still in the backseat of a roller coaster Cause everybody knows the river overflows The very moment that the truth is exposed I will not justify This pact of me, myself and I This ring of trust is self-contained Cause that's one thing I'm gonna take to my grave This is another one where, uh, you know, I, I had, I don't know, this one came pretty, pretty natural, pretty organically, actually. Um, it's not, not, it's definitely the, probably the song that's the most different on the album. It's more commercial. I knew that I had something uh, with the chorus there, very commercial. Um, and uh, everyone says it sounds like Imagine Dragons. And I always take that as a, uh, as a diss. <laughs> yeah. Because as a as a guy with with you know such uh, distinguished tastes as myself i uh i don't want to write <laughs> you're gonna lower yourself to that right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but at the same time it's like a gateway drug because people yeah. like that song and they're yeah. being introduced into my other world of influences so it's all good um so with um just kind of going back to the live show we talked about you know kind of the the ceiling as being a ceiling as a original performer writing your own material, it's a lot higher, right. Than, you know, doing something in a tribute or cover cover world. Right. Um, do you have any designs or any plans to try to go beyond like the region and just try to do touring? Or is that just like a logistics thing that once when, when, when it avails itself or when it, it's possible, you'll, you'll do that. Or I'm just kind of oh, curious, for, like, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I'm, I, I'm attached to a, a agency. Okay. So we're kind of waiting for maybe 2023. We're waiting for like a offer to do it, like a, attached to like a big tour. Like for instance, we're talking about maybe touring with the winery dogs. Okay. Which would be a good pairing. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, there's all these festivals, but honestly you have to create demand. You know, I, I'm not like, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of bands that certainly there are some that, you know, had became famous or had big hits on their very first album right you know I, i'm kind of like listen i gotta keep writing songs i gotta write a hit i gotta write a radio hit right once <laughs> i gotta earn i gotta earn the that's gotta get to out there right yeah 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 i think there's some great songs on this album i think it deserves a, a, a wide 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 release and i'm excited to be promoting it but um i also know that hit songs right the cream always rises to the top so 
I'm, I'm going to try to write a, write a, write a radio hit, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like, uh, like I said, I'm, I want to merge all of my influences and styles into a package that is palatable to the masses. Like, um, you know, some of my favorite bands are like XTC and mm-hmm. Steely Dan. And uh, I feel like everything they do is cool and it's timeless. There's yeah. no, you can turn on any XTC song and yeah. could have sound, it could sound like it came out yesterday. Right. And just, there's a, there's an audience for that. And so I'm just going to try to write the best I can with modern influences and all my old influences and just write catchy, catchy shit, you know, find the best hooks and yeah. uh, hope that it catches on eventually. All right. So you do have a show coming up. Let's tell the people about it. And yeah. Where you're gonna be at. Thursday, November 3rd, I'll be opening for um, the Smithereens featuring Marshall Crenshaw at Northern Lights Theater, Pottawatomie Casino in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. There's merch on the website. Stay tuned for more tour dates and all that good stuff. And uh, go yep. follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. All right, Colin. Hey, man, it was great chatting with you. And uh, good luck with everything. I will be uh, coming by the Jam Lab at some point in the near future. Check out your facility. And um, yep. And then, um, yeah. uh, Take care, man. All right. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. See ya. If you like what you heard from Colin uh, with everything and nothing, um, it's on all the major streaming platforms. If you want to hear the whole album. It's uh, quite a ride. The guy's got a lot of uh, great, um, diverse, and eclectic influences. I, I really am digging it personally. Um, you can also uh, find out more about what Colin's up to uh, with future uh, show dates, etc. Merch, if you want to support him, uh, at colinpeterick.com. If you're interested in the Jam Lab, visit thejamlab.net. Uh, to learn more about his production facility out in Brookfield, Illinois. So once again, thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Rockin' Chicago show. We got one more track we're going to play for you tonight. This one is called Cocaine Nights. I just found out the
hard way I'm a dying man, but I just got saved Hallelujah Okay.